now recording. Yeah, bullshit you are, Craig. Hi, everybody. It's HR Guy Counter again. This is Oz. We are continuing on with a wonderful, amazing alien campaign, the Destroyer of Worlds adventure kit. So our intrepid marine squad, which is starting to fracture, is now face-to-face with an alien queen, a cargo hold full of eggs, and xenomorphs. And as they let this sink in, I, as HR Geiger Counter, am going to ask the players what plans you have for this bullshit I just dropped in your lap. I would ask a question of whether or not our stress goes up at this moment. It does. You sounded so excited by it that I'm glad we didn't overlook it. <sighs> okay, so it's in the elevator car Correct. that actually goes up into space. It is. So I will bring you back to the Fort Nebraska map because that's where the schematic for the elevator car is. Uh-huh. So in the bottom right, you see climber car. So cargo bay, you are right here. Okay. Big alien, right here. Okay. Eggs, literally everywhere. Okay. Aliens, literally everywhere. So we cannot blow it up because it would damage the elevator. Correct. We only we have three incinerators, but the chances of getting everything incinerated before it kills us is slim, but mm-hmm. doable. Um, I wonder if Chaplin is going to possibly think, is there, is there a way to send the elevator up, have it stop once it gets to like no atmosphere and open the doors? Is there a way to override it and open the doors so they die? First question is, is how long does that take versus how yeah. long until the nuclear weapons detonate? I mean, three of us had, well, we had hours for the nuclear weapons, right? I thought it was. I thought, I thought we thought doubled we... the time or something for that. Yeah. I believe you said it for like 10 hours. Yeah. It's going to take you six hours to get to orbit. Okay. And then it has to come down and then we have to go up and that's not enough time. So we can't. Correct. There's also one other glaring problem with that with that uh, oh, plan. Fiona did. Well, okay. I don't that, care. Oh, that's I only care well. about the, the two humans and the robot. I don't care about the infected monster. So the glaring flaw in this is that xenomorphs do not require air to survive. Okay, so, but they would, they freeze though, because she shoved it out the airlock and it went down into the water and froze. And so it could freeze. Conceivably, it could, but also I thought she dropped like a building on it. Well, she had it tied to like a water, an iron water tower, and it pulled it down to the bottom yeah. of the water. So um, the, the pressure killed it. Yeah, the pressure killed it. Okay, so. So hmm. what, what we that's the only way I can conceivably think of dealing with this is if we can get the door closed, because we'd have to get it closed first. Mm-hmm. Then bring it up and open it up because then that will have the air pressure suck them out. Because if we just goes up while the doors are still open, the air pressure is just going to balance out over time. Well, yeah, but that's what I said. Send it up and then once it's up, open the doors. But the doors are already open. Well, I would shut the door before I sent it up. Okay. 
But, but still, he's remember. saying it's not going to work. Do so. we have to take all three levels of this thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. It is. It is one unit. This climber car is three stories tall. What's on the very top story? Can we see? That's the control center. That's the bridge. That is level A. It is control. That's where the galley and the officer's lounge is. The control mm-hmm. room. What are the chances that we could just ride in the control room and just ignore it down there and yeah, have like a bomb? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there is a chance. I will say that first. So in the cargo bay, level C, you can see there is a ladder right here. That leads all the way up to the top. So you would have to sneak past a dozen eggs and a dozen live xenomorphs and a queen, all four of you, to get up that ladder and get to at least level B. I believe you mean all three of us, considering the fact that Iona is going to heroically stay behind and use the power loader to fight them off. My hero. Uh, We can file a report that you did die heroically. You will be (laughs) promoted um, posthumously. Yeah. Given a medal, your family will have all that honor. A worthy sacrifice, sir. Thank you. No. Wow. Out of the the dropship and the APCs and some of those things, are they uh, flammable fuel powered or are they electric or something else? Uh, everything is flammable fuel powered. Wonderful. What if we just got the backup gas tanks and fuel things and just rolled them all in there and turned it into a raging inferno? As long as we can ensure that the integrity of the elevator car isn't compromised, yeah. Well, this thing re-enters the atmosphere, so... I'd just say we don't want any kind of explosion. I will point out that because the cargo bay itself is resined, it is highly likely that you could enact this plan, provided there is sufficient quantities of fuel on sub-level 1 to roll in there. Burn it all, let God sort it out. There is one other small hitch in that plan. You know, you could have said that earlier. Oh, it's it's the it's the compliment sandwich. Good news, bad news, good news. So the bad news is that the loading dock on sub level one is partially collapsed. You saw the debris of which on sub level two. It would be difficult to roll the fuel in there, but if you were able to find a tank and a pressure hose, you could have somebody in Apollo pop open the cargo door or find a way to get the cargo door open, and then you could just spray it in there or coax them out and fight them on open ground, or who knows what else you find on sub-level one, like, you know, tank. Tank would be nice. But somebody else would have to be at Apollo, and everybody else would have to be down there doing that. And we know people don't like split party. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Because we're all going to die. Split party when I'm in a tank seems pretty fine to me. Yeah, just I don't want to be in the tank with you when you, you know, change into a horrible, horrific, bloodthirsty monster. We can get the loader. We can get the loader upstairs and have that help clear out all of the debris we need to get rid of. 
That would be on sublevel two. Yes. And there is a, uh, there's a weapons and ammo lift that goes from sublevel three to sublevel two. What's the realistic chance of like, I don't know, a billion incinerator units worth of fuel in the weapons area? I mean, it's the munitions depot, so it is likely there's enough incinerator fuel in there to properly outfit two incinerators to every squad, of which there were dozens, if not hundreds, of squads. You know what? We could take the idea that you had about Iona sacrificing himself. I think Chaplin would, because he is supposed to protect you guys. Chaplin would do that. He would he would sacrifice himself as a distraction so you guys could sneak up the ladder and get up there and, and do your and hide. And we can go get the cart that we were pushing the sentry guns on, loaded up with a bunch of incinerators all you know, pointing in all directions around and roll it in there and have all the incinerators fire and it'll just be like a rolling fireball. If we survive getting back up there to get all of that and get back down, yeah. We can, if we survive that. Or I can go in with the power loader and the two incinerators and just cause fire and mayhem while you guys sneak in. I have heavy machinery. That does leave one small hiccup mm-hmm. named Sergeant Kale Iona. No, that's not a hiccup. That's, that's a nail. A and you know what I got? Hammer. <laughs> 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 Emma. <laughs> boom, boom. So do you have a plan? I assume we're all discussing this outside of the thing, trying to figure out what I, I'm, I'm assuming that you're – <laughs> So I've I've given you some OOC time mm-hmm. to get an idea. Mm-hmm. So if we go back to real time, so to mm-hmm. speak, let me bring you back to sub-level three. You are standing there looking into the cargo bay. That is what you see. What do you do? So I'm saying we just roll the incinerator fuel in there and ignite it, and then it'll all burn. I like that fucking plan. That's a good idea. It's not it's not a bad plan. Yeah, it's all I can think of. There's not much we can do, is there? We'll just burn it all and then get a stasis chamber because there's clearly not one in there and throw me in. Mm-hmm. Go back get the power loader so we can... We should probably get that in position before we... Uh... Play it up. To go back up to another level, get the incinerator fuel that you want to get, bring it back down, hoping that we survive that will chew up a lot of time. Looking at Iona, time some of us don't have. You want to put me in the stasis chamber now? My concern is not just you. I'm saying there's the power loader, we have two incinerators. Let me cause a diversion. You guys can sneak in, get up to the third level of the elevator car, and manage it to go up. But then there's no stasis chamber there. You know what's better than one sacrifice? Two sacrifices. Honestly, I think I, I think Chapman will look at Iona and just say, you know, with all due respect, sir. 
I don't think you're going to make it out alive. That, no, I, I have to. Why? Why you're else a Marine. have I been fighting? You're a Marine. You were expected to give your life every day of being in the Corps. What is wrong uh, with today? No, no, actually. Uh, no? I haven't been in the field in about eight years. That explains a lot. Wow. <laughs> I was so close to getting out of here. I'm not going to let some people not, like, uh, I need to get out. Even if you were to get out, sir, your life, as you know it, is over. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I can. It'll It'll work out. I'm sure of it. Chaplain just gives you the most... You know, the, the, this face shows pity that he has been programmed to give in such a situation. Look, let's just do Zimmy's plan, get some extra fuel from, from above and just do that. Okay. Fine, sir. Let's go. Let's compromise everyone's life to make sure that you get off this planet. And Chaplin's going to turn around and start walking back down the hallway. Right, Zimmy, you, you had a good plan. Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's start heading back that way. Okay, all right, you're heading back that way. I assume that way being containment staging. I that's where Chaplin's headed. Okay. Iona's right behind Chaplin as Zimmy says, "Let's go." So you leave the loading dock unmolested. The faint blips of movement inside the cargo bay fade away. As you leave the resin-caked tunnel that has become the loading dock 3, and into the blackened steel and plastic room that was the checkpoint between the dock and containment staging. So it's Chaplain, Iona, Zimmy, and Hammer. That seems to be the order, yes. Zimmy looks at Hammer and gives a nudge with like a... "Mm." I make the take him out sign and point to Iona kind of questioningly. He gives a regretful nod like... Um... No hesitation. I want to two-shot him to the back of the head. Give me an empathy roll. No stress, just empathy. Go ahead and roll me your agility and your ranged combat. I shouldn't be surprised that Hammer only has one. I know, right? (laughs) And rolls a one on said empathy roll. The echo of, okay, are you using your smart gun or are you using your pistol? Uh, my smart gun's been sticking with me lately. Let's go with that. All right. So the report of a gun echoes in the chamber. Let's see. Let's open my spreadsheet back up. Oh, she gets plus three. Or he gets plus three dice to that. And it's three damage and auto fire. Yes. Did you get your uh, your bonus dice? Your three bonus dice for the smart gun? Nine dice, I would almost assume so, but I want to make sure. No, I did not add them in there. 
Uh, then three more. Add three more dice, please. Just the two successes. Iona, I will need you to roll one half of your armor as you are being blasted from behind with armor-piercing rounds. No successes. Here, that's going to be four health damage. How much health do you have? I have two left. All right. Well, this just got interesting. Well, it's been interesting. This just got great. I need you to roll me one, actually, 2d6. We'll roll 2d6. I can't roll a d66 because 1 through 10 does not exist. 4 4. 44. Punctured lung. So maybe you knew it was coming. Maybe you didn't. But smart gun rounds rip through your body puncturing one of your lungs as you are thrown to the ground. You already know who did it. There's only one other person with a smart gun in the squad. And you can hear the squeals of surprise coming from the loading dock area as the squad announces its presence on sub-level 3. Yona is still alive, but his lung is punctured, and he has, at best, a day. Also, he is unable to move. He is considered broken. And this would be cutie gras mode. I mean, I think Chaplin's going to keep moving, because uh, hearing those screeches, that's not good. It's not good. Yeah, that's... I pull up my gun and ready it, because, you know, screeching bad. Screeching is bad. You also have a Major's key card, and there are blast doors between you and the loading dock. Uh, I will head up and run towards said blast doors. You have run up towards said blast doors, and you are able to start sliding the blast door shut. You see the telltale appendages of four aliens rushing towards the door before the blast door slams shut in front of them. You are now locked off from loading dock three. Loading dock three and the space elevator are now isolated. I want to finish the job that I started. How are you going to finish the job that you started? More boom boom. Well, all right. Hammer, you walk up. There's Iona bleeding out in front of you. Yeah, just through, just... Well, Sergeant Iona, you have been done in. At least the pain stops quickly, and your last thoughts, I would hope, are of the beaches of home. A home you will not be returning to, because you are dead. The beaches of Oahu. Very sad. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, no, I totally deserved it. <laughs> and then there were three. So, what you guys going to do? Wonder why the C for Chaplin disappeared and not the I for Iona. Because I'm bad at my job. Okay. <laughs> well, you are dead. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm like, wait, why did I disappear? What the shit? Uh, and... Uh, Stanley went and shut that door, right? 
Yes. So the door between you and the loading dock is now closed. Okay. So yeah, Chaplin's going to say, "All right, we gotta, we gotta move if we're gonna go get this uh, incinerator fuel." Let's let's make sure this wasn't for nothing. Yeah. So move and go back to the elevator that has the sentry gun set up and ride the elevator back up to the floor that had that room. All right. Well, the elevator is still open. The sentry gun is still there. As far as I know, the rest of you were still labeled as friendlies, even if Zimajewiski had failed his empathy role <laughs> for Ramdiona out of it. Surprise! None of us shut the door. No, none of you shut ah, the door. Ah, we're so stupid. Okay. The, none of us shut the door. This elevator? Yeah, no, you left. This- yeah, I purposefully the, kept the door one. open. Oh, this one. This uh, door. You left that door open. We left the door what? open. It won't left. move until we shut that door. Ugh. Look, it's not my fault. I was stressed off about having to murder somebody. Well, it's not my fault. I was just saying as much as I could to get you guys to murder somebody. Zimmy was the commanding officer. It's his fault. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> got what he deserves. <laughs> Not wrong. Do we have to shut it, you know, by hand, or can you do it remotely? Hmm. I'll tell you what. If I want you to choose one person to make this roll. Iona. All right. Okay. That's fine. If Iona makes this roll, you'll be able to do this. If he doesn't, it must be done manually. And what role is that? Let's do empathy plus command. Wow. Oh, I accidentally deleted empathy. Uh, wow. Wow. Okay. Just uninstall your emotions. Wow. Give uh, me a moment here. Three. It was one of my better stats. I'm sorry. Put <laughs> the book here. I didn't have command, but I had four in empathy for Chaplin. God, of course it wouldn't be there. All right. Character sheets. Why did you delete your empathy? Because I moved my mouse and I accidentally, like my the button got wedged underneath the uh. my keyboard just under the X for empathy. <laughs> Literally Your empathy is four. It is Ooh. four, okay. So five dice. Do I add my ridiculous amounts of stress? No, you're dead. There's <laughs> no stress left now. Oh, two successes. Ooh. Two successes, okay. Yes, it is possible to close that door remotely, which will allow the elevator to move. All right, so when Hammer suggests that, Chaplin says, when we get back to Apollo, I will try. Fortunately, as you have liberally applied sentry guns to your back trail, you were able to make it back to Apollo with no issues. Uh, so yeah, back to Apollo to try to shut that door. Um, in the interest of saving time, looking at the other two, do you want to go get the fuel while I get this elevator going to a point where we can j- bring it up here? 
open the doors, you guys lob that stuff in, and we see what happens. Look the hammer. Yeah, this this should be fine. Is there a way to set the sentry gun so that you can't change the programming on them? Sort of like a thing I can rip out of them or whatever. Wow. Yeah, well. fuck you. I don't trust <laughs> any of y'all. God. Nature. Yes. You hold a major's access card. Cool. You can lock out a sentry gun's programming so that only a major or above can access it. Done. Swipe that card. The sentry guns are locked out. They cannot be edited. They will fire on anything that is not U3. The temptation to remove Chaplin from that list is is growing. Hey, on the cart, how many sentry guns did we have? Because we've only used two. We used four. Yeah, you used four. There's oh. one in the elevator. There's one on either side of the Apollo door. And then there's one on level one at the elevator to the munitions dump. Oh, all right. So we don't have any more. Okay. I guess there's also a gun in that elevator that you just left pointing the wrong way. Yeah, I feel like that might be important come later. Okay. Okay, so to make sure I have this correct, Chaplin is going to convince Apollo to close the door and move the elevator. Yeah. And Zimmy and Hammer are going to go to sub-level 2 and acquire vast amounts of flamethrower fuel. That's the plan. We even have a cart here. You even have a cart there. What level are you going to bring the cargo bay to in order to enact your dastardly plan? The same level that the room with the fuel is also on. So you're going to bring that up a level. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to shut the door and then bring it up to that level. And then when they tell me they're ready to roll that in, I will open the door. Okay. I like this plan. And so in order to improve the chances of success, you are able to fix your radios to make this happen. All right. Have I forgotten that the room that is where the fuel is is also the same level that has the blocked? You haven't forgotten, no. You you know that. So that plan won't work then? Not on level two. Not on level two. So I have to bring it I so I have to let them know to bring it up one more level then. You can bring it to sub level one or yeah. you can bring it to Bastion level one, which is ground floor, or up one more to the gantry. I I want whatever floor they're on, I want it to be one floor up from that. Okay, so you're going to put the cargo bay on sub-level 1, which is the motor. Okay. And I'll let the other two know that that's that's the floor they have to get to to put the fuel in. To enact. Look the hammer and just be like, let's let's get this over with, hopefully. Hoorah. Who fucking raw. All right, so... Hammer and Zimmy head to the elevator to go to sub-level 2. The doors slide shut, leaving Chaplin alone in the Apollo room. 
when Jupe abandons us all and kills us all again. I want you to know I fucking called it. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. You do it one time not and you gonna strike twice. Oh, She'll be fine. Once is not a pattern. Once once is happenstance. Two is coincidence. Three is conspiracy. I mean, I was really hoping that I got to shoot Iona so that I could be constantly shooting Tom in the back. <laughs> but you know, to do it. Timmy's, uh, I don't know, got 2.2 empathy, so maybe I would have failed it. You have you have twice the empathy that Amber does. Haha. <laughs> Fabulous. All right. So, because you have wisely mined your back trail, you will be unmolested as you get to sub-level two. And if I am reading this correctly, it pops you out right there. It is much like you remember it, although it does seem a little bit uh, less like smoky and oppressive because the bay doors for the uh, space elevator are now open. And the open air to sublevel one is right here. And sublevel one is open to the sky at this time. You mentioned that the ways were clear due to our sentry gun placement. Have they fired on stuff? Are you are you going through locking them out as you go by? Not the ones outside of Apollo, because those are the ones I'm worried about. Chaplin messing with and coming back into bad things. Okay, but the the one downstairs, that first one. Yeah, have they? Sure, it's fired. Yes, its so ammo reserves are currently at forty percent. Do I see what it fired at? You see what's left of what it fired at. Is it people? There are large gaping holes in the floor on North Bastion Level 1. The acid has eaten through the hallways and is digging into the ground. You see shattered masses of xenoforms that are littering the hallway. You do not see anything human. Silver linings. Silver linings, indeed. But on sublevel two, everything seems quiet. You did not set any sentry guns up on this level. And you can see the space elevator shaft and that level two airlock covered in debris. Well, which way? Uh, that way, I think. The blast doors are still open. This was your fucking plan, man. This shit better work. Look, uh, my plan is still kind of fucked, all right? Like, this whole situation is fucked, all right? I don't know if I can trust Chaplin. I don't think he's going to murk us, but you know what? I don't I don't know if that's true. Those things are programmed to help us and to put us soldiers first. Yeah. That's what they tell us. And then it just shot that other one that was sitting on the computer. It also shot at the big thing, which I think was in this room, right? Yes. Um, you point stick to the, the uh, 
the steaming carcass of the charger class alien in the munitions bay. You've got to kind of creep by it in order to get to the fabulous sums of explosives and incinerator units that uh, you're aiming for. He shot that thing too. And then like all of this weird stuff after he fell down back there when that, I guess it was an EMP or whatever went off. Sadly, the only person I can fucking trust right now is you and you're a giant combat stim drug addict. I wouldn't go that far, okay? But yeah, how many me. you got on you? I'm sure, I I don't know, I don't know. We're, we don't need to talk about that though. How long has it been since your last one? Exactly, fourteen minutes. See, that's a problem when you know the exact fucking amount of minutes since your last time you got high. Where were we fourteen minutes ago? By the way, in game, mother. Fourteen minutes ago in game, you were in Apollo. Okay, so after, because uh, I remember he shot up before we met the queen, and now clearly he shot up again in the after the queen. I don't recall him shooting up after saying the queen, only before. Okay, I wanted to make sure whether or not that fourteen minutes was uh, the the prior, because I. You know, you lose track of time riding slow-ass colonial marine elevators. Yeah, I don't know. Sounded good. They move at the speed of plot. I mean, if you want to take another one, go for it. You just let me know. Like, I'm here for you. I gave you eight more, so you have nine hours worth of good times. Or one hour worth of super nine times good times. It's not that kind of party, bro. <laughs> um... But anyways, like you, you're not supposed to take that many that frequently. You're going to burn out your brain more than it is. I think I'll be fine. They're there to help me focus. They taught us their, their tools. That That's what they're there for. It's just a tool. It just, it helps me focus. Look, I'm doing a great fucking job, man. Obviously, like we're fine. So Majewski thinks loudly to himself that he's going to die. Maybe pussy. I don't know. <laughs> um, let's just get the shit on the cart and try to get the fuck out of here yes yeah, so I will help him load up everything we need to load up and when I start getting a little tired I'm gonna definitely take another stem before we start moving again I'm gonna try and grab at your wrist be like come on man it's just Give me like 10 minutes to we can do this and then we can fucking you can get as high as you want in the elevator when we're on our way up. This helps. This is part of my kit. I need this. Okay? It's fine. It's not hurting anything. Like, why are you fighting with me? Just fight with those big fucking tanks right there. I angrily grab the cart and just start fucking pushing. So as you stack all of these incendiaries on this on this cart and it's not only flamethrower fuel you find boxes of incendiary grenades the same type that Mason was using you've got a couple of bandoliers of those you're able to basically make this walking firebomb or rolling firebomb I should say and as you're doing so Hammer takes his stim he's down to one stress congratulations and you hear the space elevator start to creak 
and move, and it's slowly starting to move up. Meanwhile, in Apollo, Chaplin, what are you up to? Uh, Chaplin has set the elevator to to close the door and to go to the appointed floor for um, uh, Zimajewski and Hammer to enact the plan. And then once he completes that, he gets up and leaves the room. And I told you, told you. (laughs) And where is he going to go? He's going to head out. He's going to make his way out to the dish. So you know that you can get to the dish on top of the base Mm -hmm. by going out to the gantry. Yeah. And so as you do so, you end up in the, you know, cold air and you see what's left of the base before you. It's still eerily silent. You hear no sounds of life. But there is a ladder that leads to the roof. Start uh, climbing up. Uh, get up onto the roof. Locate that dish. Walk over to it. And what's the interface for it? Uh, the interface for this is it's... um. It's got a place to plug in, like, basically a smart pad, like you're mm-hmm. carrying. Okay. And if you would rather directly interface like Jail did when she tried to skulljack you, you may do that <laughs> as well. That might be faster. So, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So give me a com tech, and let's give you a plus three to that because you're directly jacked in. So I'll need what's com tech plus three. I love dice. Five successes. So what you are going to do, you will succeed. Tell me what you are doing. So as he interfaces uh, with it, jacks into it, he begins to um, compose a report about what has transpired here, that the fort has been overtaken, overrun, that there's a... um, deadly virus mutation that uh, rescue is absolutely unachievable. Uh, He'll report that uh, nuke is set to detonate in order to wipe out the deadly virus that has spread. Um, And then he will list all of the people that were in his unit, um, listing them all as uh, dying in heroic acts of bravery and sacrifice uh, in order to make this possible in order to uh, save other Marines as well as just the entire population of the galaxy universe, whatever. So the dish above you whirs to life and you are able to tell as you are jacked in that it is been knocked out of alignment. You are able to realign so you can send this message into space. And there are relays that will send the message further eventually. And so you will send a message out into the dark that the Ariarchus colony has fallen to a virus Nuclear weapons have been set. Rescue is ill-advised to impossible. 
and that the lives of Private First Class Dante, Private Hammer, Gunnery Sergeant Mason, Captain Silva, Sergeant Iona, Private First Class Zimajewski, and finally, Warrant Officer Chaplin gave their lives in order to keep this bioweapon from spreading. And you hit send. Message thus sent. What is your next action? Um. Hmm. Do I just stay on the route? No, they might need me. I'll start heading back down to Apollo. Because that's where they expect me to be. Okay. Are you still armed? Yeah. Wonderful. What's plus observation, please? Woot woot. One success is enough to see that when you find the ladder and you see the passageway that goes back into the base, there is a shadow in that hallway that you know should not be there. And yet, you have not yet heard the rattle of the sentry gun as you stand on the roof looking down. Do I have a shot at the shape? From this angle? Yeah, I'll say that you do. All right. What do I need to, to roll? Uh, you need to roll your agility plus ranged weapons. Yeah, I don't have ranged weapons. So agility it is. One success is good enough. I mean, maybe if I get it to move, the sentry gun will trigger. I don't know. We'll see. That's an interesting way of uh, trying it out. Um, did you add the one bonus for the pulse rifle? No, I did not. Uh, roll one more die, please. What is it? Just a 1d6? Yes. Woohoo! Glorious. So you fire off a burst with a weapon you're unfamiliar with. You know that you're supposed to have laws that prevent you from doing this, but Jail's interference has basically left you with no directives other than what you personally put in place, which have been achieved. You see the acid blood spit against the uh, hallway. You hear it screech and you uh, see it dart into the further down the hallway, leaving the entryway clear. And let's see. Roll me one D six. Oh, okay. You do not hear the sound of a sentry gun firing. Um, I'll wait just a little bit, like 15 seconds. If I don't see the shape come back, I will get down the ladder and then proceed with caution. Okay. You were able to get here, and you do not see anything at the elevator, which makes sense because the elevator has been used and there's a gun down there. You have four rooms in front of you and one further up. And so it must be between you and the sentry gun. Um, the, the scanner thing, does it go off at all? Oh, you have the motion tracker mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Romy Wits and Observation. And I totally missed your ping because I had the character sheet up. So I don't no, no, don't worry about the ping. I'm trying to move stuff and having issues. Six. 
through successes. Yes, you can. You're getting a ping in here. Oh, one second. Again, character sheets up. Ping me again. Okay. And it's... I need to go over here. I need to go there. That's hollow. All right. So you know mm -hmm. that you can either sprint past, get to the sentry gun, and let it do the work. Or you can try and hunt it out yourself. I'm going to sprint. Fabulous. Um, that would be agility plus mobility then. All these things I don't have. Well, I am a machine. Can I take piloting? No, piloting is for vehicles. Dang it. I'm a machine, though. But you have six agility. <laughs> I do have six agility. <laughs> one. And yeah. one. Okay, so you sprint past, and nothing happens. You round the corner, you get behind the sentry gun, and into the Apollo room, and you are not molested. It's still pinging right here, as if it didn't see you. It didn't hear you. It's too busy doing something else. And we have the radios working, so I will quietly radio to them the location of this just in case they are in that hallway. I don't want them to, you know, run into it unawares. Sure. So okay. we go back to sub level two. You see that the elevator, the space elevator, the climber car has moved. At first you see the large cargo bay door slide up and past. It is closed and you see the elevator stop the level above you. You have also heard the faint sound of pulse rifle fire coming somewhere high above you, 40, maybe 50 feet up. Somewhere around North Bastion level two, or maybe even higher. Hammer and Simajewiski, you have a rolly cart filled with incendiary grenades and flamer fuel. Where are you going? I'm going to stop as the message comes across the radio. Uh, and then to Chaplin, and not to Chaplin, uh, then to Hammer, make sure that I'm not broadcasting over the radio. The fuck was he doing outside of Apollo? I don't know, man. Are you sure that wasn't just one of our um, machine guns? I mean, it sounded higher than that, didn't it? I'm not sure this whole building has like funny acoustics, but ask it. Ask it what it was doing. You know, let's hurry and get back there. If we get back there and it's not there, then... What? Major. Then maybe we can figure out what it was doing. Maybe we can check Apollo and see if we can find out where it is, get an idea of what's going on. If it knows we're on to it, then maybe it'll cover its tracks better. I don't like it, but let's go. Where are you heading? I believe back to Apollo is the plan, and then all of us are going to go to the uh, to make big fire. Was that not the plan that I necessarily? That I I was assuming that was the plan. I'm trying to verify if the plan has changed. I mean, the plan has a little asterisk on it, which is shoot Chaplin in the back. Okay, no, I understand. I understand. So you are going to take your filthy lucro, and you are going to go back up to level two. Sounds it. Okay. 
So as you are heading to the elevator, you will see that the shaft from sublevel two down is open. The rubble is still there, but I will need you to make a... Actually, before I say this, I'm going to ask one other question. Since you are in the munitions bay gathering munitions, are you also gathering other equipment? Oh, some Terminator power armor, maybe? Unfortunately, the power loader is in level three. No, power armor, you know, Terminators, like 40K. Things to kill gene stealers with. Oh, gene stealer armor. No, I'm afraid not. That's the wrong intellectual property. Listeners, disregard that ever happened. We don't have any permission from Warhammer. Shit. Could could really use the the Emperor's Holy Wrath right about now. You could. Instead, you've got pulse rifles, smart guns, grenades, incendiary grenades, motion trackers. You've got... um, was there extra motion trackers and stuff? Would that be in what munitions, or would that be more in like a different place to storage? Uh, as far as I remember, you also found motion trackers and munitions the last time before you lost your last one. Look, I've had a very stressful day. All right, you've had an extremely stressful day, and I'm not judging. But if you want a motion tracker, it is there. Yeah, I will grab a motion tracker. See if we can find. And after we get the message over the radio and I have my little conversation, I'm going to pull it out and I'm going to see if I can get a, a ping on where Chaplin might be. So on sub-level two, you hit that motion tracker and you do get a return back, but it's not from above. It's from below. It's coming from sub-level three. And you're fairly certain it's climbing the elevator shaft now that it is open because the elevator car has been moved up. You remember that there were four contacts beyond that blast door when you closed it. And now there's nothing keeping them on sub-level three. And I'm going to assume you guys are right here at the elevator. I mean, no, we're already in the, the big space one. We're fine. This is good. Just look the hammer and be like, we got incoming, it looks like. I just ready one of my gr- grenades. Well, careful with that. We don't want to actually like damage the uh, the elevator shaft. Well, what the fuck do you want me to do? Uh, you get, did you grab an incinerator unit? Kill it with fire. Fine. Yeah. I spark the end of my incinerator then. Very pretty. So I am going to assume that you're going to torch whatever comes over that rubble. Even if it's Chaplin. If it's Chaplin. Chaplin, how do you feel about that? I feel highly disrespected at all the it's being thrown around. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Whatever. Sorry. (laughs) I am protecting people. I am following protocol, but okay. That's how I feel about it. Disrespect. So the first round. Nice. The first round, um, a a soldier class xenomorph will clear that rubble and will be in range. And you're going to have four rounds of this because there's four of them down there. So shooty bang bang. Let me do a couple things here. Uh Oh, roll me both of you. One D 10. 
So as you both stand ready, you are not going to have one, but you are going to have two xenomorphs climb over the rubble and start tracking for targets. They have not seen you yet, and you are in incinerator range. Stanley, you are first. I mean, I'm already sparked up and good to go, so pretty sure there's only one option here. Show me what you got. It's not a lot, Zimmy. For everybody listening, he has rolled eight dice for ranged combat. He has rolled four dice for stress. He has rolled no successes on either. I mean, I feel like I have to push this roll. Okay. Well, let me add one little thing. Oh, good. Is there a limit to the amount of stress one can have? There is not. Oh my gosh, okay. There is, because when you hit, uh, where is it at on this panic table here? When you hit 15 stress, you go catatonic. Oh, wow. So even if you somehow manage to roll ones all the time and get through the things like seeking cover and screaming your lungs out and fleeing and going berserk, when you hit that 14 stress mark and then you roll a one, you're, you're going to hit that catatonic. So, well, you have uh, you have lost your nerve. You have frozen up. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to. There's two. Oh God, what do I do? Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, your stress and hammer stress each go up by one. I swear to God, if we die in a situation where we're like embracing, like in Pompeii, I'll be very mad. <laughs> Hammer, there are two xenomorphs. Zimmy's courage has failed him, and he is frozen. What do you do? Uh, fire, fire. Blaze All right. Fire. Give me your ranged combat and your stress. You can add your agility to that, by the way. Sorry. Should be ranged combat plus agility. I see one success. That's good. Three successes. That's very good. Okay. All right, that's two net. And my flamethrower says it does two damage and sets them on fire in 1069. So there is currently a torch of a alien. Xenomorph uh, falls back screeching. I'm sure it'll be back later and angry. The second one shies away. And as one fall, two more rise. And there are now three aliens, two of which have not yet been kissed by flame. And one who has now ended the surprise round. So now it is going to try and go. Uh, Okay. Zimmy is one, Hammer is two. Zimmy it is. You know, someone would think that this is appropriate for him. Oh, well, this actually will affect both of you. So the you come at uh, that Zimmy was going to shoot and did not sees the fire and leaps into the air, squealing. And instead of claw and tooth and tail tearing into you as it did to Mason, 
it tears into itself. It eviscerates itself. It sprays its acid blood everywhere, including the two of you. Yes. But you're still wearing your hazmat suits, aren't you? Oh. You have been coated in acid. Your incinerators have been coated in acid. The cart full of incinerators and grenades has been coated in acid. Cool. Stanley, it is your turn. There is reason to panic. There is acid everywhere. Yeah. Well, I feel like first things first is to reduce the alien population of the immediate area. Okay. So uh, I will attempt to flamer these guys uh, while moving. Fuck it. Two birds at one stone. I'm going to grab one of the... uh, one of the Molotov grenades off of the thing. Uh-huh. One that's maybe potentially partially covered in acid and use it on these aliens. Okay. Excellent. Give me a strength and... Uh, let's see. Look at your sheet. Verify I have this right. Strength and mobility. Good thing I have all these extra stress die. Oh, good. Uh, a nine means you drop something. Oh, good. Guess what I have in my hand? Yeah, you just dropped that thing. So I'm going to give you... That was your slow action. You have a fast action. Hammer has a slow and a fast action. Can I use my fast action to kick it away from us? You can. Roll me 1d6. 1 means that it's going to go away from where you want it to go, which means that the grenade bounces off the like the rubble and rolls away towards the uh the other elevator, so over here. And it will go off at the end of the turn. Hammer, what you doing? It's not good. It's not good. You've got two aliens. Uh, Zimmy's in a full panic. He has dropped an incendiary grenade. There is a dead alien before you. There is a burning alien in the shaft below. And two in front of you. I feel like I need to repeat that. Uh, Yeah, more fire. Fuck it. What could go wrong? It's true. What could go wrong? Uh, Agility, range combat. Add your stress. One success. It's all you need. Uh, Hammer is very clearly good at killing Xenos. And Hammer, you are feeling great right now because you are two for two on lighting shit on fire. Even though your incinerator is covered in acid. And there are aliens and shit. This is what you live for. Like this is what being a colonial Marine is all about. And a second one falls back a a alien torch squealing as there is one alien remaining. And we're going to see what it does. It is going to make an all out attack. Every claw fang toy and, and tail pointed at hammer. You've seen this happen once before. This is how Mason died. Has two successes. So its damage is currently three. 
your armor roll is half because it's armor piercing. So half of your armor. That's the personal armor or that hazmat suit? Um, let's see here. That's going to be your personal armor. Mmm. That's going to be three damage to your health. What's your health at? Two. Oh, dear. Well, that means that you're broken now. I'm going to need you to roll 2d6. 12. Okay. This might be good for you. On the critical injury chart, you are stunned. No effects. So you are considered broken. If you can get a breather of five minutes, you'll get regain one health. Or if Zimmy can help you, you will gain one health. But for right now, you are knocked down. You are injured. Like, it has taken you down. You are bleeding your hazmat suit has been rent open. No acid has gotten on you, but you are in a bad way. Stanley, hammer it down. Yeah, that's not great. There's an alien next to you. An incendiary grenade goes off, locking away your access to the other eleva- elevator to get out of here. It is yeah. just you and a xenomorph. And judging by the squealing that's going on in the shaft, you may have more to deal with. Yeah. Uh, get the flame on. That's three successes. But, of course. Oh, seven is good. Seven is very good. It's just a nervous twitch. It's understandable to be nervous right now. You managed to light it on fire, this alien. There's there's a lot of stress going on. There's there's a lot. So I need to make another edit to the stress table. Zimmy, your number is now very high. Mm-hmm. I have the best number. You have the best number. However, the xenomorph is on fire. It is doing everything it can to immediately get away from you. And so it is going to looking at this there are four directions it can go roll me a 1d4 please Zimmy I'm sorry to say it's running into the ammo depot on fire well I will uh is it going to make it there before a air quotes combat round comes back around it will not. Okay. I will watch it start to run in that direction and just go, fuck. And I will attempt to shoot it on the next go-round. Give it a shot. Uh, smart guns are plus three, right? Smart guns are plus three. Hey. Hey. For everybody playing along, Zimajewski has rolled 11d6 for his smart gun. He has rolled 7 stress die. He has not rolled on the panic table. He has rolled 4 successes. This gives him a base damage of 6 to kill a Xeno that is on fire. And he does. 
Stanley, tell me how this alien dies before it gets to the munitions. He sees it running, and he knows that that could be real bad. Switching from his incinerator back to the uh, back to just normal ballistic rounds, he takes shots at it, aiming for its leg, trying to slow it down before it gets closer, and he hits. Takes out a big chunk of the thigh. Zeno stumbles. More bullets, because you don't ever fire just one bullet when you're using Colonial Marine weaponry. Just stitch up its the back of its leg and into its back, and it falls down, claws outstretched like 10 feet from getting in the room. So the immediate threat has been contained. The basket of incendiaries, the cart full of incendiaries, is pitted by acid. Hammer is down but alive. And you've got two more aliens that are somewhere in the shaft. You hear screeching, and then the screeching kind of stops. You don't have a lot of time. What are you going to do? Extend an arm down the hammer to help pull him to his feet. That's enough assistance to get you on your feet, hammer. Plus, plus hammer, you've got combat stems. You know what those do. Those will get you moving no problem. Yeah, I'm going to real quick take two of them. I think I'm going to need all the help I can get. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to eliminate your stress. You are going to go back to two health. And until the end of this uh, extended engagement, we'll say, until we resolve what goes on in that cargo bay, uh, you're going to be active, but there's going to be consequences after you hit that come down. There's always fucking consequences. <laughs> yeah, but fuck consequences. You just let three aliens on fire. That was so fucking cool. All right. So where are you headed? What's the fucking plan now, man? We got to get to a place where we got to get rid of this and then fucking get out of here. We ain't got time to, to think about it. Let's just go. I'll carefully start pushing the cart as it did take some damage. I don't want it to break a wheel or something on me as it goes. It's going to be delicate going because the acid has kind of eaten into a lot of this. It's lost a lot of a structural integrity. But based on where the cargo bay is on sub-level one, you could probably pink mohawk this thing into the cargo bay. And just let it all go off. Just like have have Chaplin open the cargo bay door. You ramp it in there and just toss an incendiary in after it. Sounds like a plan. Sounds awesome. Uh, we will also not look at the explosion. All right. So you're on sub-level one, the motor pool. The fires that were raging on this section have more or less petered out. You can see that the three dropships that are stationed here are wrecks. There's no way that they're going to fly, not in the amount of time that you have left. You do see, way off to the side, the gleaming edge of a pair of Ridgeway heavy tanks. Probably don't have time to mess with those, but it would have been nice. The cargo door to the space elevator is there. It's currently closed, and you can see some damage to the ramp, but as said before, 
you give it enough of a push and this cart will sail right in there and then you just huck a grenade after it and scream at Chaplin to close the door behind it. Click on the radio. Chaplin, you in position? Affirmative. Check the motion tracker. Motion is detected inside the cargo bay. Does that include... uh, Would it reach Apollo's room from here? From where you're at, it's 20 feet up. It would, yes. You see there is movement in the Apollo room. It's faint. You do see movement outside the Apollo room. It is also faint. Walk the hammer. You want to light the candle after I push it? Absolutely. I've been waiting all night to hear you say that. I'm ready. Fucking light this shit up. Those statements make Zimichewski feel very nervous. But he will begin to try and get this this party started. All right. So you've given the order to Chaplin to open the door? Yeah. Like, Chaplin, I'm on three. Start counting it down. One, two, three. Start pushing. Open the door. Cargo door to the space elevator starts to open, and you can hear screeching beyond. It sounds like some sort of surprise. Something's like, what the fuck is going on? And Zivi gives the cart a grand shove, and it catches momentum, and it sails across the small gap created when the loading dock was damaged. And it goes right into the cargo bay door, just spilling its guts all over the interior of the cargo bay through the the ropey resin next to the leathery eggs, which are starting to open on impact. Hammer, what is your action? I want to lob one of my grenades. I have right uh, the... Hep H E D P grenades, the M forty Hep grenades. Yeah. I want to start tossing them in there. If one doesn't work, two is bound to be fucking better. Just start throwing as many as many as I can until I get the explosion that I really want, which is a big one. I want a big fucking explosion. You want a big fucking explosion? All right. So you huck the first grenade in. You huck the second grenade in, and as you huck the third grenade in, the first one goes off. It's not small. It's not small by any measure. It is a huge gout of flame, and you can feel the heat. You can especially feel the heat because your suit's been compromised. Zimmy can feel it through his suit. Flames lick the exterior of the space elevator climber car as there is just this ear-shattering bellow of agony inside the cargo bay. What is your next action? How open is that door? Uh, that's going to depend upon Chaplin as I'm shouting, close it, close it, close it, close it, close it. Oh, go shut it. As the door is starting to close, it gets down to the bottom. 
And as it's about to seal itself off, a giant claw catches the bottom and starts to force the door back up. Close it, close it, close it, close it, close it. Um, what does the computer say? Like, is it just, does it show as a malfunction or just that it can't or? It's showing as there is a malfunction in the drive unit. So on the radio, it it appears there's some kind of malfunction. Do you see anything wrong? It's a giant claw. Dekka, 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 dekka. Uh, you'll have to clear it if you want the doors to shut. It sounds like you're setting up for a dramatic cutting of session. I am. Because I'm going to push this shooting button right now. Because I'm a little stressed the fuck out. Hit the button. Yeah. Give me your stress roll. Yeah. High score. Oh, that's perfect. It is. So the door starts to open itself back up, and Major Stanley Zimajewiski gets ready to turn and f- fire on this thing. And the door comes up, and it's bigger than the charger was. That giant head is just sticking through, and mouth after mouth opens, and it screeches, and it's pissed. And you can tell. And in that moment, his courage fails him. And Zimajewiski has no choice but to flee. And we'll stop here.